The Dogs of War podcast is brought to you by Fansided. Party on, Raleigh, and party on, Kevin. Hey! Dogs of War, Dogs of War podcast. Cleveland Browns. It's the offseason. It's time to talk brown stuff with your excellent co-host, Raleigh. And with him, as always, is equally excellent co-host, Kevin. Browns confirmed, Raleigh. Browns confirmed Kevin. Dogs of War! Who, is this always you with the birds in the background? Uh, well, I mean, it's a new apartment. Well, it's fine. I'm just, I'm just always amazed at how loud and how loud and clear they come in over the broadcast. I was literally going to ask you if I should shut this window. I'm enjoying the fresh air and the sunshine vibes. Keep the fresh air flowing. All right. Birds are good? Birds are fine. There's some good background, some good ambiance, and we're also recording. No sec. Um, You guys drinking? Uh, I drank the last bit of my brown in the last episode. I'm out. All right. Uh, welcome, Welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. Hello! We got our honorary co host Muchio here, aka Mooch. He's also the guy that did the song or the intro that you just heard. Homeboys since kindergarten. Um, very vocally talented. We're going to talk about the songs for our OG listeners. He was also featured on the Christmas album, Dogs of War Christmas album. If you haven't listened to that, go pick up a copy on your local Spotify, iTunes, or SoundCloud today. It was I would, features a little. That's undersell. I mean, he was the backbone of that album. No, what I when I say carried, no, no, I, no, 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 no. When, when, when I say I understand, I see what you're saying, but when I say featured, I mean like he was the featured voice on the album. It's not like me and you featuring Muccio. Like oh, he was featured, fair. but I understand what you're saying. That makes sense. Featured on this <laughs> podcast, star of the Christmas album, Stefanski the Snowman was was solid. Kevin, that was <laughs> no, I didn't write. Uh, I didn't write that though. Uh, Michael Lehman wrote that. So shout to Lehman. He's also but you sang it. You executed on it. Oh. Well, I mean, I'm not going to... Sorry that I was blessed with just a natural singing voice. When Shakira's got a hit, you're like, Shakira's awesome. You don't talk about whoever wrote Shakira's song. <laughs> Hips don't lie, and neither does the Dogs of War podcast, bro. <laughs> oh, sick. Yeah, that actually should be a t-shirt. But anyway, welcome back to the Dogs of War podcast. It is May. We are a hundred and some days away from the Brown season. I am dying for some football. Especially after watching the NBA lately. I don't know why I'm watching the NBA lately, but nothing else to do. NBA playoffs is cool. Thank. Praise the good Lord. The Cavs season is over. Oh, yeah. Thank you, God. I like watching LeBron beat Curry, no matter what the team is. Oh, yeah. You're in LA. Well, you're in Santa Barbara. Mucho game actually was lives a, in Santa Barbara, for the record. That game um, was goofy last night, but that shot was unreal. Yeah, with one eye. <laughs> uh, Muccio, as before we get into Brown stuff, and we always talk about adult stuff, you're going to Home Depot. Now I'm going to Home Depot, not because you're going to Home Depot, but let's give our uh, younger listeners a Snapchat uh, sneak peek into what you can look forward to in adulthood. What are you getting at Home Depot? Well, we are remodeling our kitchen, so we're going to go look at some custom windows. And apparently, uh, Milgard windows are at the top of the line. <laughs> That's funny you say that. Kate and I are actually putting up shelves because our new apartment lacks shelf capacity. So we need shelves. We're going to get them at Home Depot. Does Milgard make shelves? 
I don't know, but if they do, they're probably top of the line. <laughs> I hate moving more than maybe anything else in the world. Yeah, that was, I've gone uh, to see like five apartments in the last two days here in Chicago, working with a great realtor. Shouts to her. Nothing I see has been good yet. It's either too close to the train or the bathroom's a dump or there's no laundry in the place. Moving sucks, man. I don't wish it on anybody. I can't wait till it's over in July and I can just sit down and not complain about it anymore. But I'm complaining about it because I can. And you just moved Raleigh, so that's why it's relevant right now. Yeah, well, when you have a uh, a serious relationship or a, a wife, th- <laughs> those decisions, they're kind of out of your hand. So there's a lot of pros and cons to that. Pro, I don't have to – it's like your opinion is irrelevant, so why even give it? You just kind of smile. Con, you really have no control. But if you pick the right spouse, they will choose – the proper real estate location for you. And we are actually just one bedroom b- below the apartment we were in originally. So it like, wasn't that much of a stretch, but more room, ample space, paying roughly the same amount in rent each month. And uh, I'm in this little back room. We got a little patio now. But That's the- a very common thing in Chicago, I feel, which is I'm a lot, I know a lot of people who have moved down the hall or floor below or floor above, which must be incredible. And I'm so jealous of all of you that have done that because – Lord knows where I'm going to end up here in the next six weeks. But moving is not fun. I don't wish it on my worst. Well, some of my enemies I wish it on and a lot worse, but that's for another day. But Why don't you guys just move in together so you can just podcast all day? I will. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll sleep on the patio. I will say I am jealous. I, I look forward to the day where a spouse can just pick a place for me. Oh, yeah. And hopefully it's the last one I ever pick. We ever pick the spouse or the apartment. (laughs) (laughs) What was that sound you just made? That was a wheezy laugh. laugh. Did it not go through? I thought it was just frighteningly. We have never needed football more than we do right now. What? So are we talking about some Muccio songs, some new songs for this year? Where are we getting at here? Well, as we have our new partnership with fan sided, um, many new listeners, many OG listeners. We have uh, a plethora of Browns-themed songs. Kind of hard to describe. They're like parodies or covers, covers, but as it applies to the lyrics. Parody covers. Parody covers is good. Basically, one of us will write them. Muccio will sing it. Actually, I do most of the writing. I write it. Muccio sings it. Kevin edits him. Uh, Let's just play, uh, play the Pearl Jam one that... We have multiple. That was the very first one, by the way. Yeah, that was a. It's a banger. Kevin, play it real quick. Cleveland rests his head on a pillow, make the playoffs. Yeah. Oh, Cleveland. Maybe they'll do a little better next Sunday. Oh, yeah. That, that one's a, a classic. We typically play it after losses just because of the final lyric. Of, Maybe do a little better next Sunday. <laughs> um, yeah, so we just kind of wanted to introduce you, new listeners, old listeners, to those songs. The, 
the real singer of the podcast. Is that I don't even like that, but whatever. The the real voice of the po- I'm trying, Muccio. I try to get something creative. I just don't have it in me today. I guess. Well, we're gonna pick it up here. I, I, I got to get my I got to get my pod game face on. I haven't been uh haven't been bringing it yet this episode. I apologize. This on me. You've been doing okay. Muccio's been holding it down. Uh, what's your favorite of the? Uh, it, do we all think if we were to guess and say at the same time what the best song was? Would we all have the same answer? Let's try it. One, One two, two, three. 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 Couch. What did you say? Oh. What did you say? I like, the, I like the Creed one. No shit. Um, yeah. Dude, the Tim Couch one, I listen to that before work calls, like if I'm trying to get yeah. pumped up for something. I think the Tim Couch one is is awesome, and it's but the Can You Take Me Baker, I think I just worked really hard on that one. for like I think I just I poured everything into that one. Well, let's start off yeah. with that. Can You Take Me Baker? actual name of that song is with tackles broken and shouts out got a shout out espn cleveland radio for playing a lot of these songs every time we send them in after mucho records them we drop them here and to echo raleigh those of you that are hearing these random brown songs and parody songs that we put at the end episodes and the middle episodes we're just giving you the lay of the land where they came from how they came about and raleigh you were going to say something else um yeah we correct somebody on calling it with tackles broken or with arms wide baker like they, they pretty much get the gist. So, yeah, um, yeah. No, that's uh, this is the uh, the ongoing struggle for off season content, dude. Like we are at the peak of things to talk about. Like we were talking about just covering the draft, talking about all the guys they drafted. Well, if we did that all in one episode, guess what? We have no actual brown substance to talk about until the season starts. So we are milking the shit out of this off season. A glorious offseason. But yeah, do play the Tim Couch one. That's the greatest song of all time. Oh, 
the story goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so good. I think it's good. Let's talk um, about Brown stuff. Today talk- in training camp, the Browns were playing Frisbee at the end of the day. So it looks like even they're getting bored of this offseason and want to play real games too. That's no, not really why, but they put out a picture on Twitter of all the rookies playing Frisbee at the end of practice today. I thought that was great. My God in heaven, we are in the dog days of the offseason. Yeah, you know what? Uh, as long as we're but, not reading about like a marijuana-related offense. Hey, good point. To a key player. It's all about. And they start showing up the next few weeks. Actually, a lot of guys are already at the facility. But next week, I think a lot of them uh, roll in. The veterans come in next week for a few days, the next couple of weeks. So we'll have some sound bites, some pictures, some stuff to talk about training camp. But what draft pick are we focusing on here today, boys? We are going to talk about Tommy Togiai. Uh, Muccio is a diehard Buckeyes fan and probably knows about him, knows a lot more about good old Tommy than we do, hopefully more than the rest of you to bring value to you guys listening. Muccio, what is the ro- what is the lowdown on Mr. Togiai? So, I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be the expert on scouting reports no, um, you are but well, you are for this episode. <laughs> today Bluff. as far as we're concerned okay um so you know i mean he he comes from a program ohio state that has produced i mean linemen after d linemen pro bowlers i mean it goes back to mike vrabel and think about will smith and even like jim Stillwagon. i mean and then the bosas chase young recently so it's a fact. I think with, yeah, with Togi, I, you're going to get somebody who is NFL ready from like, he's already an NFL caliber body and player. And I think of anyone that we drafted, Togi I is probably the, the one that I would say like day one chiefs, like first defensive play, put him in there because he's already, I mean, he put, he did like 42 reps at 225 in the combat, the guy's already like the top three strongest guy on the Browns. Like, and he's a rookie. Like, he's just going to be a dude. And and we need him because, you know, we lost Ogunjobi. We lost Richardson. So he's going to have to pick up the, the slack in the in the trenches. But I think he's up to the task. I mean, the guy's a, a beast. Yeah, I think it was a great – did they get him in the fourth or the fifth? I think it was the fifth. Yeah, I think fifth round. Yeah, and he, shout out to Connor. Connor was like, I wanted him in like the third or the fourth. We caught him in the fifth, so take it. I mean, it's all such a crapshoot. It takes like three years to fully evaluate if a pick was a sick pick or not. But if Connor says hell yeah, then I'm rolling with it because he's like the most analyst person I know. He's <laughs> fun to analyst-y. watch. He's fun to watch. I don't know. Connor named like every pick out there so you know he was bound to land on one didn't he <laughs> <laughs> i smelled that from a mile away come we got connor bashing we got inter-podcast <laughs> guests battling oh i like that theme. We need all the themes i'm actually get. all in on that yeah i am all in on that inner guest drama yeah i mean there's no way you know the fact that he can name all of the players in college that no, gives him a leg up, a leg up just, on like literally everyone. Hey, I, mean, I know Connor. We went to school together. I'm giving him shit. <laughs> hey, while we're on the topic, uh, I'm just going to do this live during the show for off season content. We do need to figure out when we're doing Tim Couch Week this off season, and 
see if he's willing to come on again and talk to us about everything. Yeah. Was he the guy that had the sweet Browns man cave? Uh, that was Phil Dawson. Uh, yeah. Sick. Sick. Dawson sick. had that. Dawson had that just sexy office, like mahogany wood and like helmets and footballs. Ever like exactly what you would expect a retired NFL stud to have is his office, man cave, whatever you want to call it. Well, actually, let me kind of put this into context. So, if you go to Apple's search or Spotify and you type in "Dogs of War" Tim Couch or "Dogs of War" Phil Dawson, um, you'll be able to pull up the episode. Me and Kevin were interviewing. Mucho set that up from your coworker or your boss's friend. He, yeah. Your boss's friends with Tim Cow or Phil Dawson or something. Yeah, they're like good friends. Their sons play high school football together. I think in Texas. I said that you can be the godfather of my firstborn child, and I will hold up my end of the bargain on that. Who? Oh, Tim Couch. Tim Couch or Muccio? Uh, Muccio. Muccio. Oh, okay. Pretty good though. Um. So me and Kevin were talking to Phil Dawson on the podcast, and the interview was awesome. He had all of these incredible stories just hearing from his perspective. And it's like for 10 years, he was like the only guy on the Browns that was regularly he's awesome. Best, he's one of our two best um, players for like but, 10 years. But we had – it was uh, via Zoom, and his camera wasn't on, and we got disconnected like 45 minutes. There was like a time max on the Zoom thing. And we were like, oh, shit, oh, shit, get him back on, get him back on. And when he came back on, he turned the camera on, and he had a Browns hat on, and he was in his Browns man cave with all these Browns signed balls. And it was like, that's the coolest thing we could have witnessed or could have hoped for. Because you got to realize, these guys in the NFL, you know, we're all Browns fans, but a lot of guys get traded, and they don't necessarily hold a particular team here in their hearts. Yeah. And so you never really know, especially when the franchise has been a dumpster fire for most of the early 2000 years. It's like, do they hold a special spot in their heart for the Browns? And his Brown fandom was confirmed. Very much confirmed. Unless he's got like the same setup in another room that's like Arizona football or San Francisco. I forgot all about that because that was, I think, our first quarantine interview last year. It was like March early on in quarantine, like April maybe. I had never been on a Zoom for an hour. I didn't know that there's a time limit. So then we started paying for Zoom after that. But it just popped up. Time limit expired, and we all got kicked off. And when you're interviewing, when Phil Dawson's in the middle of a story on your little podcast that was not even a year old, or was it a year old? I don't even know. That was horrifying. So he's a, one of the most laid-back, chill guys I've ever spoken with. And I would love it. We got to get him back on too. Cause that was a blast talking to him. He's got that cool ass Texas draw. It's like, man, I don't care. He could be talking about accounting strategy and it would still be relatively I mean, cool. He scored the first touchdown of the new Browns. We talked about <laughs> it. First rushing <laughs> like, touchdown. That is the coolest thing ever. Like you and had the coolest him celebration. Your- that celebration yeah. has yet to be beat. Him and Gardaki. No chance. Uh, for that era, yes. I, I will not – you know what? I, I Sorry, I'm trying to – I think Hollywood Higgins is my favorite in the NFL right now. I think that's the best celebration dance. And it's pretty yeah, good. You can call, it, call it homerism all you want, but it's the most simple but hilarious thing you can do. Especially when Baker, like, slides 10 yards in and does the low-down camera in front of Hollywood, him. Hollywood challenged Baker <laughs> on Twitter – 
recently to try and outdo that this season, like a backflip or something. Oh, Hollywood's no, hilarious. No, no, Hollywood's no, hilarious. No, no, no. Now Brown's fandom is like, no, that is not okay. Baker is not doing any backflips. Back <laughs> I don't know what he. I don't forget what he said, but uh, he's hilarious. If you don't follow him on all the social media platforms, his tweets are hilarious. His Instagrams are hilarious. And Charles, congrats to Hollywood, by the way. A few or about a month, two months ago. Once he was, looks, he was on a private island. He got engaged and announced he was having a baby with his fiance. So he's having a hell of an off season. So props to him. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, oh, we had a bunch of birthdays this past week too. Uh, we have uh, happy birthday, Jed Wills, and happy twenty first to Greg Newsom the second. Can't wait for him to enjoy his first beer. Yeah, in Cleveland. Good for him, dude. Going back to the Gardaki thing. Well, <laughs> we can move on, but. Basically, him and uh, Phil Dawson, it was an extra, it was a fake field goal to the left, and they scored, and Gardaki just flipped the ball up to Phil, and he punted it in the stands. Like, that was so much more badass than, I I feel like the best dance routine would fall secondary to that. Higgins is phenomenal, but it gets you jacked up. They didn't practice that either. If you hear the story, he tells us they just talked about it. Like, this is what we're going to do if we score. And sure enough, it looked like they've been doing it for a decade. They just nailed it. So look it up on YouTube. Just type in Gardaki Dawson, and you'll probably watch it 20 times because that's entertaining. I mean, I might write a song about it. The ballad of Ooh. the ballad of Phil and Duke Chris or something. Like <laughs> the ultimate. Like, like the, <laughs> devil, the devil went down to Georgia theme. Like it would be yeah. I'll, I'll play the fiddle. And that I, one, let's do it. By the way, I have a bone to pick because I did the sweetest uh, the Steelers went down to Cleveland song and you never played it and it might be one of the best songs I ever did and I don't know what happened. Maybe it got like lost in the do I, did you send it to email. Me? Do I have I it? it? I might have just sent it to Raleigh. Maybe that was oh. what happened. But um, it, was, it was like the Steelers went yeah, down to hey, Cleveland. Here's well, a, just, just, we need content, bro. We'll, we'll bring it back. Search your uh, inbox. Yeah. And if you want to get a hold of Raleigh, never use email. That's a PSA <laughs> for everybody out there. Yeah. I, um, there's two types of people in this world, people that have no unread messages and people that have 15,000 unread messages. I'm the second guy with plural inboxes with plural thousands of unread messages. So I'm sorry um, to whom it may concern I think we need to give a shout out to our friends over at Manscaped, though. Do we not? Ah, damn it! I had a perfect. I was. I had a sick pun to lead into Manscaped. We'll do it. Oh, I was going to wait for it to come up in conversation. Like, yeah, he. Uh, well, now it sounds like whatever. Use Manscaped. Uh, shave your balls. <laughs> Sometimes you got to grab life by the balls, really. Yeah. <laughs> dip, dip your berries. Dip. Where <laughs> I listen to Bill Burr's uh, berries at Sherry's berries ad read probably twice a week. But this is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. Listen here and listen up. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they've successfully created and launched the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer which is now available for purchase in the U.S. and Canada. Raleigh and I have this. Muccio is about to buy it right after this episode. Uh, it's great. And what you can do, thanks to us, is 
You can get the new optimized lawnmower 4.0. It's waterproof, so you can groom in the shower and not have to worry about making a mess in the bathroom floor. Look, this is between you and your God or whoever you look to or don't look to, but this is a society and there's rules, folks. You can't use the same razor for every part of your body. That is my personal opinion. I have to say things like that so we don't get yelled at and whatever, but come on. So here's what we're going to do. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code FANSIDED20, FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com with code FANSIDED20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Yeah. Nice. Kind of killed that one, not going to lie. Yeah, good save. Good Thank save. Um, yeah, I'll just wait for my Manscaped pun. Yeah, save it. Just week. save it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Well, guys, um, I'm sorry I have to leave. I got to go to Home Depot now. Uh, no, you know, this is, this, is, this is, I think we can all sign off here, correct? I, I, I feel like we've covered uh, a solid amount of Brown specific things, adult things, shaving things, Home Depot things. Yeah, this is short and sweet. Songs. Not every oh, episode yeah. of the is going to be an hour long. What song uh, should we go out on? It'll be a surprise because oh, I don't know right oh, now. Uh, I know. I'll tell you after we're done. Okay. So, for Raleigh, for our for our beloved co-host and friend Patrick Muccio, thank you for coming on, sir. This is Thanks, Kevin, guys. the Dogs War Podcast. We'll see you next week, and good night, Cleveland. Mm-hmm.